I just have to keep going at the pace that I'm going for myself and not for what I think uh, the industry wants me to be. Because I think that was a difference. Before, I was working at a pace because I assumed that that's what the industry needed me to work at in order for me to be in the places I wanted to be. But I realized it's like, I just need to continue working at my own pace. Whatever that looks like, whatever that involves, whether I want to learn something new or continue sticking with what I already know, like, I just have to trust myself. Welcome to On the Cusp of Something Beautiful, where we discuss a range of topics centered around art, creativity, mental health and wellness, and my favorite thing to talk about, listening to our intuitive guidance. I'm your host, Amikale Imani, and this podcast is simply a guide to welcome you back to your truest self. Each episode, I get radically honest on how I navigate being an intuitive creator, the struggles, the wins, the lessons, and of course, the intuitive hits. My hope is that you hear something today that reminds you of who you are and why your gifts, whatever they may be, are valuable and important to be shared with the world. So welcome home, friend. I hope you're ready to meet your highest, most beautiful, and rarest self. Hello, beautiful beings. Welcome back to another episode I hope you all are having a beautiful week as we come to a close of another week in November. I tell you, this month has uh, really flown by. I cannot believe it's already the 18th. It's actually my mom's birthday, so I need to <laughs> I need to call her after this, after I finish recording this. But um, yeah, tomorrow's actually going to be a full moon and partial eclipse in Taurus. And looking forward to that. I'm already feeling the energy of that moon. Um, and tonight I'm actually going to be hosting a full moon circle, which I'm looking forward to. But, you know, yesterday and today I've been feeling so drained, like just emotionally and energetically, like just tired. And I, I am also still navigating out of some stuff. I have this new chapter starting soon, but it's taking, it's been taking like a good month to start. So I'm finding myself trying to balance taking advantage of these next few days, really this whole week, you know, I feel like I've just been like in this, the past couple of weeks, I'd say I've been like in this in-between space. So this week I was like, okay, I want to go into it and just really take advantage of this flexibility that I still have while also just kind of like getting a little, a little anxious, not going to lie, get a little, getting a little anxious, just ready to get started on what's next. Um, but I'm also like, just kind of when I feel into, okay, like if you don't take advantage of this time now, you're going to kind of regret it later when you are like working and busy and, and things and, and things like that. So, you know, really, again, just trying to find that balance. And so yesterday I felt called to be in ease. I've been working through um, TBM, to be to be magnetics, unblocked money workshop, and I had a friend call, so um, I caught up with her and we talked for a good bit, and then um, I took a bath and then I colored. <laughs> I bought this adult coloring book back in August for Leo season. And y'all, I literally started coloring one page. I actually found the page yesterday and I was flipping through the book trying to see which page I wanted to color. When I tell y'all I've colored like one and a half things on this page and then never opened it again. <laughs> and it's just been in my living room on top of some boxes underneath some other stuff. <laughs> and so 
like um what was it this past sunday i i had um a crystal therapy session with my friend shoshana <clears throat> excuse me who was actually on the show last month and uh so she's getting her crystal therapy certification and she needed someone to kind of you know do like a little trial on um so i i, I had a session with her and um so she goes through your chakras with these crystals you know with the crystals that correlate to each chakra and luckily everything was in good working order everything was balanced except my sacral chakra which she was saying like it was kind of like ping-ponging back and forth and I was like mm, that sounds about right <laughs> creatively I'm always ping-ponging back and forth because I get so many ideas and then I'm like okay what do I do first um so in the session she was able to balance the energy so that you know the chakra is actually flowing you know the way it's supposed to be flowing which is like up and down um, but she also suggested, you know, to really work with um, just creative energy, balancing out that creative energy, working with the color orange, uh, meditating with the crystal ally that corresponds with the sacral chakra. So when she said that, I immediately thought, I was like, ooh, I need to try coloring again, you know? That's why I bought the coloring book, is just to have something that was like supposed to be fun and simple to kind of like channel, channel that energy into. Because I typically put a lot of... Uh, pressure into my creativity to do or like just expectation I should say which is why my perfectionism is so fucking bad <laughs> but um I was like you know what I'm gonna I'm gonna tap back into that coloring book and I literally had bought like a whole 50 pack of color pencils when I when I bought the coloring book um but again I colored 2.5 things on the page and then forgot about it <laughs> I didn't forget about it I just didn't do it anymore um and so, you know what, I was like, you know what, I had a whole list of things I was going to do on Sunday. And I was like, you know what, I'm not going to do any of that stuff. I did my laundry that I needed to do, but I was going to try to do work and work on the podcast. And I, every Sunday I always try to do work. And I don't know why, because Sunday is just not that energy for me. Um, it is not a working day. And yet I still try to make it a working day. So I was like, you know what? No, I'm going to, I'll do my laundry. I'll do stuff around the house, like cleaning and things like that. But I'm going to color. I was like, I'm going to color. And I had this idea. I was like, I'm going to use all shades of orange. Cause like, again, I have 50 color pencils. And I was like, I'm going to do all shades of orange, really anchor into that sacral chakra, really get it, you know, even though she balanced it, but just really just like reinforcing that balance. And that's what I did y'all. I colored. It took me a good, I mean, it wasn't like I was in a rush. So it took me a good few hours to, to color. Um, and so I literally use all shades of orange. It's such a pretty little picture. I put it on my, on my refrigerator. And uh, I was like, you know what? That really inspired me to do that for all the chakras. I was like, you know what? I, I can definitely see me like, you know, um, doing one for the throat chakra, like with a bunch of different blues and doing one for the solar plexus with a bunch of different yellows. And so that's kind of what I've been doing as of late um, and so yesterday I, I actually, um, I started working on another page for the heart chakra cause I've been feeling, and, and you know, I've sh shared this on the, the podcast before I had a whole episode around heart energy and all of that stuff, but I've just been really doing so much work with my heart. And it's funny because that was also something that came through during my crystal therapy session. I went on a little intuitive visualization journey while she was doing her thing I was like you know this is a great time to tap into my higher self so I reconnected with her and, and she was showing me some things and some other past life stuff came through so 
a past love came through. So I was like, okay, this heart chakra is really trying to act up, <laughs> but like in a good way, you know, not anything crazy, but just things that need to be healed and, and seen. And so I've been doing some work around that. Um, just a lot of heart medicine, a lot of heart medicine. Um, so that's, so yes, yeah, so I decided to channel that into coloring as well. And I'm enjoying it. Even today I was like, Ooh, I want to, I want to finish coloring my page. <laughs> <laughs> it's peaceful. I find myself channeling and getting insights while I do it because I'm able to just kind of zone out to an extent. And uh, I think next I'm going to do a coloring page for the third eye. Yeah, like some indigos, purples, blues. So that's where I am. Um, so Friday, tomorrow, again, is for the full moon. And, um, I was trying to figure out like, how do I want to honor the full moon? And so in very Taurus like fashion, Taurus is actually my rising sign. So I'm really, um, looking forward to working with this full moon, but I had the idea. I was like, I'm going to wash my hair. I'm going to do my hair. Um, I've already taken my baths. So I took a bath yesterday. Um, that was like part of my ease day. And I was like, I've already taken my bath. I don't really feel called to do another bath. Uh, but I was like, I do feel called to wash my hair. I do feel called to wash my hair. So I'm going to do that and just like take my time with it. Uh, I typically kind of rush through doing my hair because it takes so long. Um, and so I was like, you know what? No, we're going to, we're going to like really luxuriate in the process of doing our hair. We're not going to rush through it. We're going to take our time. We're going to watch a movie whatever we want to do to just kind of like be in the present moment and just let it be. That's what we're going to do. Um, and I'll probably also do some more shadow work, still deep in shadow work and, um, Lacey's community, her workshops to be magnetic. There's also a full moon workshop. So I've been wanting to check that out. Um, I've skimmed through, but I haven't actually done the workshop. So I was, yeah, I was like, you know what, this, this, with this, with this, um, eclipse energy like let's go all out let's go all out let's shed release let go of everything that we no longer need so that way we can really step into the beauty of the new and that's kind of where I am right now so yeah and I hope that you all can observe and absorb that energy as well you know releasing the old especially you know we only have a few more days left in shadow season y'all so take advantage take advantage and it's not to say and we call it shadow season because Scorpio that's like the mother of shadow season but you can do shadow work anytime you should be doing it all the time but it's just really an opportune time to do it during Scorpio season because you have that energy that's really um it's super potent plus with this moon it's just a really great time to just do that work. So if you can, I truly, truly, truly highly recommend it. Um, and it can just be as simple as journaling, like just journaling anything that's been triggering you lately, anything that like any aspects of yourself that you don't necessarily love and could, you know, and you, you know, you're aware, you know, that could be, it could be better or be a bit more evolved perhaps, you know, listen, it, it, shadow work is about honesty. So if you cannot look at yourself from a very honest lens and look at your shortcomings, we'll say, um, with a very objective lens, like you're really doing yourself a disservice. So I truly, if you can just tap into your heart, you know, use that compassion, you know, um, be gentle. You're not, you don't have to like, you know, completely tear yourself apart, but just be gentle and curious and just see where you want to, where you want to evolve and grow and start there. That's the easiest way to do it is start there. Um, 
And in inner child work too is a really easy, easy way. If you know your inner child wounds, start there too. That's typically where a lot of our shadow um, lies. Um, okay, so the oracle card for this week is pleasure. Go figure, right? Seems very fitting for this Taurus full moon that we have. Um, and if I'm not mistaken, the moon is already in Taurus. So it'll be in, in Taurus today and tomorrow. And it'll, it'll probably move out sometime Saturday. So I think the eclipse happens at like two. It's like some, it's it, it early in the morning, which I low key kind of want to stay up in four. That's one thing I love about being in Santa Fe because we're so high up. Um, our elevation is like, it's like 7,000 feet. And uh, you can see the moon very well. I, I saw it the other day when the sun was setting. And I was like, oh my God, this eclipse is going to be amazing. So yeah, I'm going to probably stay up and, and check that out. But the point is pleasure. Taurus is all about pleasure, finances. Um, the, the ruler of Taurus is Venus. So definitely tap into that Venusian energy. Luxury is a really big thing. Comfort ease, indulgence. So if you're someone who doesn't do a lot of that, which I am someone who does not do a lot of that, um, really take advantage of this time, these next few days, and just be in your pleasure, be in your joy. So the message that I received from this card was release the grief of needing to please. Be for yourself exactly what you need. It is only your love that can set you free. I'm going to say that one more time. Release the grief of needing to please. Be for yourself exactly what you need. It is only your love that can set you free. That's what came through, y'all. I was like, okay, all right. So I think, you know, when I, when I think of this message, you know, it's really easy to look outside of yourself for love, joy, stability, strength, courage, comfort. I mean, all the things, right? And, and it truly takes us doing that inner work, which again, this is why shadow work keeps coming up because that's really a big part of the inner work is looking at those places where we kind of um, default, you know, to other people, which can be exhausting. Like looking at ourselves like, like that, it can be very exhausting. And it's not as sexy, right? Like, it's not like, Ooh, this is going to be fun. <laughs> it's not. That's just the whole, it's the honest, just honesty, right? And, um, but you know, diverting our power can sometimes lead us to believe that, you know, that's the more sexier route. That's the easier route. But trust me, it's not. <laughs> um, and you end up having to do even more work on yourself to, undo that conditioning to undo those beliefs and that and that patterning so I feel like that's a huge reason why I've been so feeling so tired and lethargic these past couple of days just like constantly doing that inner work and just you know checking into your emotions and checking into your feelings and your thoughts and why do I believe this where is this thought coming from like all of that like it does take energy it does take a level of mental and emotional energy but it's truly to our benefit to, to be the thing that we seek. That's a, a very popular phrase in the spiritual community. It's, you know, be the thing that you seek. So if it's love, 
be the love that you want, be the love that you seek. So that way you can attract what it is that you truly want from your core essence and not because this is just your patterning and this is what you've always done. So therefore you're now attracting, not now, but you could just continue to keep attracting the same old, same old, same old, because that's what you know, you know, you know the saying, the better the double, you know, yeah, no, <laughs> you don't want that. <laughs> Cause that's what keeps you stuck and complacent. So we must be our own source of love, courage, power, all the things, et cetera, et cetera, so that we aren't giving our power away, especially to things that are fickle and temperamental. Okay. So again, I just highly implore you to, you know, take that with you into this full moon. If that's something you need to release. Definitely do that work this weekend. Um, and yeah, it's all right, y'all. We were, you know, if you're here, more than likely you're on that journey to, of self-healing and just growth and, and development and truth and authenticity. And it takes time. It takes time. You do have to bump your head a couple of times to figure out what works, what doesn't work, which is why patience, compassion, um, self-love, self-care, so important. And then, you can, and then you're really able to elevate all of those elements into soul care. So you're really just tapping into relying um, in those soul aspects of yourself, your intuition, your higher self, your guides, all that stuff. But again, it just takes time. So be patient with yourself, y'all. And every opportunity that you get to tap into yourself and to love yourself more wholly, take it. Take it, take it, take it. And cheat code, you always have an opportunity to do that. You don't need permission from anyone to do that except yourself. So, <sighs> that felt good to share. <laughs> um, okay, so really quickly, I want to remind you all that December 30th will be the season finale of the show. We'll be returning in the spring of next year, um, March 24th, 2022. And I'm actually really looking forward to taking a bit of a break and just regrouping and figuring out where to take the show next. Um, so I definitely hope to have you all back with us in the springtime. Okay, so today's guest is Noemi Marguerite. She is an amazing photographer and filmmaker and creative. I met Noemi through a mutual friend um, and they raved about how much her amazing, or how, yeah, how, how amazing her work was. So I was like, okay. So we, um, I followed her on Instagram and checked out some of her stuff and I was super, super, super inspired. And this was at a time where I was really wanting to take my photography serious because, um, and I've shared this a little bit about this in quite a few episodes, especially the first episode when I was just like kind of coming into my spiritual reawakening and just like realizing what I was doing in fashion and the company that I was working for, like it wasn't feeding my passion. It wasn't a part of my purpose. Like it just wasn't um, fulfilling me in that way. So I was like, okay, I love photography. This is something that I want to take more seriously. So when um, I was connected with her, I was like, oh, wow, like she's really doing it and she's amazing. <laughs> so I was like, this would be a great opportunity to reach out to someone who's been doing this for quite a long time um, and, ha and has really, um, you know, created her own lane and space in, in the realm of photography in her own style. I mean, it, it, she really has some phenomenal work, which will be linked in the show notes. So I highly suggest you all to check it out. Um, so yeah, I reached out to her and just to kind of, you know, get some advice, get some insight. 
um, really to have her kind of look over my work and, and to see like, where can I be better? What can I do differently? Blah, blah, blah. And, um, you know, she was super supportive and encouraging. And it's funny because again, I definitely went into, you know, when we went to meet up, I definitely went in there looking for validation in a way, but really looking for like that critique, you know, looking for, for like, I guess, direction. And, uh, she actually encouraged me to just keep going, you know, and she, she shared what was working for her and what she's learned, but I realized it wasn't really the analysis that I needed. That's what I thought I wanted from an ego point. Um, it was really just support and someone taking time out of their day to hold space for me creatively. And I've always been super, super, super grateful for that exchange. And so I was so excited and honored when she, you know, accepted the invitation to come onto the show and to share her story, share some of her her insights. Um, so I really, really, really love this episode. Noemi shares, again, a lot of her just emotional and creative wisdom. So I hope that you all enjoy this conversation as well with Noemi Marguerite. And I'll see y'all next week. Well, hello, Noemi. Thank you so much for joining me today and sharing a little bit about your story and your journey. Uh, but before we get too deep into the interview and into the questions, I'd love for you to introduce yourself and tell the people who you are and what you do. And if you wanted to go ahead and tap into your story, you can go, go ahead and feel free to do that as well. Uh, yeah, so my name is Noemi Chinanga, but I, I guess my photography alias is Noemi Marguerite. Um, I'm a photographer, filmmaker, uh, based in Brooklyn. Um, I'm Congolese, so my family's from the Democratic Republic of Congo. Never been, wasn't born there, was born in Europe, but mm-hmm. I definitely align more of my Congolese roots because that's where everyone's from. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I got into photography when I was like 14. Um, I grew up watching a lot of films and just TV shows and music videos. And like, I wanted it to be a director, um, which I still want and am working towards right now. But I didn't really have the proper equipment to capture motion. So I was like, let me just do still life. But then also, you know, middle school, as we all know, is like one of the hardest <laughs> part of growing up and so I was experiencing a lot of things internally um and like recently I've just been having a lot of like moments in hindsight where I recognize that's when I I didn't I never registered the fact that I was depressed as a a child until recently so that's when my depression started um but I I resorted to photography um as an outlet to kind of understand myself mostly because I just didn't know what was going on and then it's evolved and now I'm in New York essentially living my dreams and you know kind of in awe that like I'm still here to be honest yeah and I mean you've done some really amazing amazing things that you know we'll talk tap into a little bit but just to really back a second when you're talking about, you know, what you're going through through in middle school and, and my heart was kind of like dropped. I was like, oh, my God, that was me. That was me. Um, middle yeah. school was a very tumultuous time for me. And um, 
I didn't know it was depression either until mm -hmm. I hit my late 20s and I started my spiritual reawakening. I'm in all these spaces and places where people are talking about their depression, their anxiety, and how they're feeling. And I'm like, that's what that was? Like this whole entire right. time I had no, no, no idea, no clue. Um, so for me, my outlet was like writing music and like listening to music and I don't know what your home life was, but I grew up as a single with a single parent mom. So like she was working mm -hmm. a lot. So I was alone a lot. So it was like mm -hmm. even even more isolating and like, you know, and all of that right. and all of that. So I would just like go home, listen to music, write songs, and just kind of like escape that way. So I think it's mm -hmm. beautiful that our outlets were artistic right. <laughs> outlets. Well, you know, some people choose other types of outlets that are a bit more destructive. Um so I've always been grateful that that was my journey and not the the latter. Mm -hmm. um, but as far as with your photography and everything, like what was that first moment where you were like, oh no, this is it. Like, this is the thing. Uh, I would say, I guess from a professional standpoint, um, it was, when I, so I worked at a startup when I moved up here um, as a brand designer. I got laid off a year later mm -hmm. um, and I decided to take a staycation because I'm like, I just need to figure out what I'm gonna do. And I took um, photos for Harlem Fashion Row. Um, they're premiering the LeBron 16s and my photos ended up being in Vogue.com. Wow. And I've never, yeah, I think that was the first time I've ever had my photos featured anything and anything. Like I've had like interviews, like, mm -hmm. you know, for blogs and stuff, but I've never had like, hey, this is your work type thing. Um, so I was like, yeah, let me just try this. Because um, applying for jobs just didn't feel right at the moment. And I'm mm -hmm. like, I just want to see where this goes. And it has continuously kept going so wow. I would say that's that moment for me mm, that's so beautiful and so question mm -hmm. everything you know that that's been going on the last couple of years of the pandemic um mm -hmm. one of the biggest questions I had for you was like how did like how did you manage like what what would that look like in the photographer's landscape with like everything being shut down and productions being closed for x amount of time or whatever like what was that transition point of you just being like well like i mm -hmm. guess you know like, like what was that in between space for you um last year was a horrible year for me mentally um i so 2019 I developed a momentum, I developed a rhythm. I had like my clients, like I finally established my like Rolodex of clients. And so I was just like, just as everyone else, I was like, 2020 is gonna be great. Like the vision is clear, blah, 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 blah. Um, so I was like ready to like, you know, have like a robust year. And I'm pretty sure I worked a total of five times um, last year. And to put in perspective, I would average at least five gigs a week. Okay, so wow. like to have five guy five gigs in a year was kind of like, uh. Mm. Um, so yeah, I mean it was clear that I had to 
focus on myself and regroup a bit. Um, I went to Atlanta, that's where my family's at. I went to Atlanta for a bit in the summer um, just because like, you know, I think by the summer in New York, people were getting more comfortable. There was still a lot of reservation. People were getting more comfortable being outside, gathering together, and I was not there. Like, I was very, I stayed, when I tell you I stayed inside, like, I, it was too, because I mean, I had a history of anxiety. Mm -hmm. um, and so it was like to a point where I was kind of afraid of air. Like, not literally, but, like, I would only step out to get groceries and, like, so, yeah, went home for a bit, um, seeing a therapist. I started therapy in January 2020, perfect mm -hmm. timing, um, and just, like, I had a lot of mental breakdowns, mm -hmm. you know, a lot of just, like, literally crawling into a ball on the floor in my, you know, childhood home, um, yeah it was hard it was really really hard and like you know through my therapy sessions my therapist and i established the fact that i have never created a home for myself mm -hmm. and the timing of that was great because it's like new york is completely different a lot of my friends have started moving out like i would get a text maybe twice a month hey i'm leaving and like there's no goodbye party and so um even just like my housing situation last year was tough just because there's just a lot of conflict regarding COVID. And so I realized mentally I was operating from a homeless place. Mm -hmm. And this is not a parallel to like what homelessness, what we know it as physically. Mm -hmm. Like this is just more of like, a safe space. I feel like your first safe space should be within you. And I didn't have that inside me. And like, there was one moment where my therapist asked me to draw like what my mind looks like or what I feel internally. And I just drew this, like, it's think of a tornado upside down, mm -hmm. essentially. So it was like a spiral underground and it was very dark. And I'm like, I'm at the bottom of this spiral all this time, all the time. Um, so yeah, I had to like declare that I had a home. I had to state what was inside my home. Um, I had to establish the fact that I only had access to my home, no one else. Um, I, Cause I write in my journal, um, writing in my journal is how I talk to God. Mm -hmm. And I was like, yeah, I can only enter my home. My home is, luxurious but it's not or my home is expensive but not like in a gaudy way it's just mm -hmm. like if you step foot in here know that like you have to honor the value that you're surrounded by mm -hmm. like it's not it's not cheap it took mm -hmm. a lot of time and effort to build um and so yeah that was what my focus was last year was a lot of internal home building and I from a professional standpoint like there was definitely a lot of moments where I'm like I don't think I'll be able to pay rent I remember I was watching uh Fight Club for the first time <laughs> and it was like late April so this is kind of where it's getting like even worse mm -hmm. and I'm just like I don't know if like I'm gonna eat 
consistently. Mm-hmm. I've never had that thought ever in my mind, like ever. But like, you know, deliveries were coming every two weeks because everyone's trying to order online. Mm-hmm. It was just like, I had never, there's just a lot of like scarcity moments. And so, you know, fortunately I had friends who helped me out, which shocked me. Like it always gives me chills. Um, I would have quote unquote random. I don't believe in randomness. I mm-hmm. believe like everything happens for a reason. But I would have like random moments where a client was like, hey, we're going to use your photos again, so we need a license and, like, pay you for usage rights. And I'm just like, oh, okay. So, like, there would be random things coming in, and so I made it work, but it was a very, 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 very hard, hard, hard year for me. So, yeah. I feel that so immensely. Um, and then how do you, how do you feel like 2021 is kind of, I mean, we're almost at the end of this year too, which is like crazy. Crazy. Yeah. <laughs> but how do you feel like you've settled back into your rhythm for 2021 and what is your new rhythm? Cause I'm sure it's probably different. I don't know yet. Um, I'm struggling. It's like, it's 2021 is a weird space to be in. Um, because I the amount of awareness I had last year into like the disparities that are going on and not even just racially but just like learning more about housing and like the structure of that and how you know rent can increase for whatever reason people can be evicted for whatever reason like food shortages like so I can't not see that anymore um and just like even my approach to work I enjoy working, but I don't want to work all the time. So like I hung out with my niece and nephew a lot in Atlanta and like, I really enjoyed that. So now I'm in this space where I'm like, how can I incorporate more rest Mm. and more playing? More so more playing. I like resting. I can rest for like two days, but I like to play a lot. Like I want, I just want to do random shit. Um, And so I'm like trying to figure out a way to like, work three times a month <laughs> mm. and see if I can make that a thing um but yeah and then the other thing is like my pacing you know before before 2020 just like everyone in New York like everything was quick and fast and gotta do this and like push 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 and yeah. I worked a a seven hour gig and now I'm going to go out for drinks, which I don't know how I did, but Mm -hmm. I did it. Now I'm in a space where I'm like, everything is slower. Um, But not everyone else functions that way. Like people are going back to how they were. And so I haven't established my rhythm yet. Um, It's been messing with me a lot because another thing is, since because I, I built my home, I now have boundaries. Never had boundaries before. Mm, that's so important. And it's hard to like maintain them and to have them established and not feel bad based on how people react to your boundaries and not question yourself and like remind myself this is benefiting me and be okay with being benefited of something that I've established because I'm used Absolutely. to people liking me and like however I feel doesn't matter at least they like me you know mm-hmm. Ooh, um, girl, I feel that so deep. 
<laughs> so I have to like like me first, mm -hmm. which is sounds easy, but when you're when you haven't done it before, it's really it's it's different. Um, so yeah, my rhythm is still a work in progress. Um, it's not there yet, and I have to like be okay that it's not there. And also, even though it feels like everyone else has a rhythm, it doesn't matter what everyone else does, but they may not have a rhythm either. You Very know, true. That's so. Ooh, that's so true. You know, so I can't feel like I'm behind because no one knows what they're doing. So yeah, that's where I'm at. Hmm. And, you know, some, something that you said earlier about your house and how, you know, it's taking time and effort to build and there are valuable things in here. And so when you mm -hmm. brought up your boundaries, I'm like, that's the same thing with your house. Like, you got to have, like, don't touch the art on the walls. Like, don't touch exactly. that statue over there. Like, this exactly. is valuable, <laughs> you know, like, those are right. boundaries. So just to put it in a, in a different perspective. But, yeah, I, I like, same thing. I grew up people-pleasing and, you know, like, I didn't even know I had say so I didn't know what the like I just was not in in connection with my emotional wellness what, what I call mm -hmm. it now emotional self-care emotional health and wellness like just was poof, out the window didn't know what that was was so used to repressing my feelings the, yeah. the depression and so when I came into my spiritual awakening it was just like 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 last year for me I hit a depressive streak and for like two and a half months I cried every single day in my bed like mm. like I but like the day didn't start until I cried <laughs> you know like it was right like, yeah so ugh, but it was it was really eye-opening for me and it really showed me how I had slipped back into some of those people-pleasing tendencies Mm -hmm. And I feel like my spirit was like, girl, we've done too much work on ourselves. Like, this is what it feels like now when you don't honor yourself. Like, it's 10 times more because you, like, you have the awareness now. So it's going right. to feel even more, like, painful. It's going to feel, like, even more intense. So that was a very valuable lesson to have learned. Um, mm -hmm. So I actually want to um, tap into some of your spiritual practices and self-healing practices I know you said that you you journal and things like that you go to therapy um mm -hmm. is there anything else that you do that just kind of that really helps you stay centered and grounded within yourself uh I bike a lot I bought a bike in August because I needed to figure out a way to feel comfortable and safe enough to be in the streets mm -hmm. <laughs> um so biking has helped, but journaling, that's something that I've done since like 2015. So just getting my thoughts out and just, you know, writing letters to God and like, it's always nice because I get to, you know, read back to what I've written and be like, oh, you know, I didn't, I forgot that I mentioned that and like it happened or mm -hmm. I forgot I had this question and it was answered. So writing in that regard has helped me a whole bunch. Mm -hmm. I love that. I love that. Um, so something that's kind of sticking out to me, mm -hmm. you're talking about, you know, building your Rolodex of clients and having your work licensed. I love to like kind of dig into that a little bit because I know you've worked with a lot of really well-known artists, celebrities, um, mm -hmm. events and things like that. <clears throat> Excuse me. So what has been your learning process into that world of like making sure that the business side of your work is handled taken care of that you're protected uh so 
I actually I have a lawyer now. Oh, okay, um, lawyer. Yeah, he's amazing. Mm-hmm. I had disco- I'm discovered him, met him through Clubhouse. Okay. So there was a room that was just talking about photography and just your rights and your power, blah blah blah. And he was like, you know, if anyone wants to reach out, like has any questions, let me know. And like, I just really loved everything he was saying. So I, I DM'd him on Twitter, and I'm just like. I don't know what I'm doing. I need help. I don't understand these contracts. I don't. I know I need to get paid more. I just don't know how that works. And like we've worked together ever since. I have never met him personally. Wow. Never. I don't even know how he looks like. (laughs) He lives in California, I'm pretty sure. But he's amazing because every time he reviews, you know, my contracts or price negotiations, he always explains why. And he always asks for my input. Um, like, what do you think? Like, how do you, so he always makes sure to incorporate me in the process, mm-hmm. um, which has been super useful. But prior to that, I mean, I would just use my gut instinct. Um, Cause I, I know a lot of people don't have the, you know, luxury of having a, a team or a lawyer. So, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I, I relied on my gut and I'm just like, there's no such thing as a wrong answer. Mm -hmm. Technically there is a, an approach where it helps you or it hinders you, but you will learn that in experience. So yeah, thank God for my lawyer though. (laughs) I love that. And I think that I'm glad that you said that. I'm glad you have a lawyer because um, I, didn't even realize that that was a thing, you know, like that's something mm-hmm. that you should have, especially as a photographer, you know. Um, so I believe that that will enlighten some other people as well who are also into photography and things like that. And yeah, um, I actually want to mention something. I remember when we first sat down, I reached out to you. We have a mutual friend. We actually have a couple mutual friends, which mm-hmm. I didn't really fully know wasn't aware of um, at the time we, when we first met, but. You know, we, we sat down and looked at some of my work and um, we were just kind of talking about, you know, some of your story, your journey. And mm-hmm. uh, you had shared with me that, you know, when you're on set, sometimes you're not, not really sure what to do. Um, you said that you just get still and you just like ask the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. And I was, and that's like, I promise you, I kid you not, that has stuck with me ever since mm-hmm. we've had that conversation. Like that stuck with me so, so, so hard because I do find myself sometimes, you know, when I was like just doing random gigs or whatever, I'm like, oh my God, like, like, like feeling like the need to be like that. Like the photographer who knows what they're doing, like, oh, she's over here, she's mm-hmm. over there, like, oh, look, she's over there. And sometimes I'm like, yeah. okay, like, I don't really know what else to do. I feel like, I feel like I've gotten everything. And, and I kind of just like have started to, to use what you said, just kind of tune in, just feel like, okay, maybe I just need to like fill out the room a little bit and like just observe mm-hmm. for a second, like, you know, and mm-hmm. just like allow my spirit to just kind of guide me. So I just want yeah. to say thank you for for saying oh, that for sharing welcome. that because it really did like it really did it, it sat it sat in my heart ever since and I and I loved what you said and it, and it just resonated so deeply so I just thought that was beautiful so thank you that's <laughs> awesome you're very welcome I still do that yeah I think that's like so powerful so powerful I think it goes back to what you were saying earlier about 
you know, your new rhythm is a little bit slower. Your pace is a little bit different now. Totally mm-hmm. resonate with that. That's one of the reasons why I felt called to leave New York. I was just like, I'm just not with this energy anymore. I love, I've, I've had a great time here, seven and a half years here, almost 10 years. Didn't think I was going to be here that long, you know, mm-hmm. but I am ready to, for like space and like more time and just like yeah. peace, you know? So I, I, I moved a couple of months ago and, mm-hmm. um, I think it really is important to to slow down because that's where yeah. so much of our observation comes in. We're able to like hear our guidance much more clearly. We're able to really like get that direction. Um, and it's hard to do that when you're like hustle, hustle, hustle. What's the next thing? What can I do next? Mm-hmm. Who am I meeting up with next? Like there's no time for like really like checking in with yourself to, to, to even see like, do I want to go out for drinks or do I want to go home and go to sleep? You know, like what right. do I truly want to yeah. do? Yeah. Um, and yeah, and, and, I, and you know, like you said earlier, it does go back to like those boundaries, like setting those boundaries, you know, and just mm-hmm. having to be okay with people don't get it, they don't like it, you know, and something I've had to learn too is like, when you do set those boundaries and people aren't 100% with it, they're kind of like feeling away. For me, in my case, I've had to learn that like, those are my people. Like, and it's just like being shown to me, like those are my yeah. people. So it's not for me to like internalize, like, well, they understand me. How come they don't accept my boundaries? Just like, yeah. this is this is like yellow flag number one. <laughs> like right. that's the first flag, you know? And just yeah, like yeah. accepting that, you know, as we get older and we mature and, and what we want out of life changes and evolves. Like sometimes our people around us have to change and evolve too to like really match those those new energetic boundaries that's what you're saying now mm-hmm. is those energetic boundaries mm-hmm. and you know life life goes on you'll meet other people who really match and resonate with your your energetic frequency i'm getting into a whole bunch right. of energetic stuff now but <laughs> oh, you're good no worries but but yeah and i think that's just you know this is part of life part of growth um mm-hmm. I'm curious, is there anything that you'd love to share about your industry, the photography industry? And also, I'd love to talk about some of your film work because I've checked out your site recently. Um, and I believe this is probably pre-pandemic. I saw that you had a couple of films up. Mm-hmm. How was, what, what is, what was your transition into finally making films? Um, it's still hard for me to call them films because they're so short, but I know they still apply under films. Yeah, <laughs> Uh, how did I, well, I mean, I was working with my buddy Cyrus, um, and we just decided to collab where he, you know, provides his spoken word or written work and uses that as a voiceover and I provide visuals for that. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of like the segue into it, but yeah, I mean, I always capture video, um, whenever if I remember, like, if I'm on a shoot, I capture video um, just for me to, like, edit and kind of practice. But, yeah, this is just my way of getting my feet wet. But I think I'm in a space where it's like, all right, they're wet enough. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. now it's time to direct something fully and, like, right. read a script. And, and that's terrifying for me. But I'll get there. Um but to your other question about the photo industry, I would say, especially to Black photographers mm-hmm. or creators of color, like the pressure that we put on ourselves um, and the standard that we place on ourselves is 
extremely high mm -hmm. because I've worked with photographers who are not people of color mm -hmm. or black. And this is obviously a generalized statement, so it does not apply to everyone, but I see less effort um, and less stress because there is this level of entitlement, mm -hmm. um, this level of like assurance that they'll get the gig that they need to get. Whereas for us, there's just more work to put in. And so mm -hmm. I would say, you know, ease on the pressure, you know, take it easy on yourself. Like there's strategy that's incorporated into it. Mm -hmm. um, it's not just talent. Um, kindness is a big, big deal. Just like the type of person that you are, your character, um, being personable, friendly. Um, but yeah, talent isn't the only thing. The equipment I use has never been a thing. Mm. It will never be a thing, um, ever. Doesn't matter if you use film or digital, if you use like lights or no lights, your style is your style. Um, and we all have a specific lane. So there's, there's never too many photographers, like, cause we're all different. So mm -hmm. just leaning into, your uniqueness um, and just continuing to move in that direction will, you know, place you where you need to be. So just kind of relying on that. I love that. I love that. And just curious, what have been some of the lessons you learned when you were on set and you see these other photographers and you're like, like I'm doing way more. I'm at least thinking or feeling like <laughs> I need to do way more. You ain't doing nothing. <laughs> yeah. I mean... Because it's, I'm referring to something recent. That's why oh, it's like really? it's in my head. But I, what is my takeaway? My takeaway is that like, I'm the shit and I know it and that's <laughs> enough. You know, Love it's that. like, I I cannot lose, I can't let my house crumble um, because I'm looking at what the neighbors are doing. You know what I mean? Like, I can't, I wouldn't even go far to crumbling. Like, sometimes when you just stare out the window, like, you might develop dust in your home, you know? Like, you might not be nurturing your own space because you're focused on another space. And so I just have to keep going at the pace that I'm going for myself and not for what I think uh, the industry wants me to be. Because I think that was the difference before. I was working at a pace because I assumed that that's what the industry needed me to work at in order for me to be in the places I wanted to be. Mm -hmm. But I realized it's like, I just need to continue working at my own pace, whatever that looks like, whatever that involves, whether I want to learn something new or continue sticking with what I already know. Like I just have to trust myself. So that was the biggest takeaway because looking at other photographers will be a distraction. Mm -hmm. Um, and I just, I literally don't have time to be distracted anymore. So, yeah. Love that. Ooh, that is the truth. And that's such a, such a powerful takeaway. You know, looking, you don't have time to be distracted and looking at other people will get you distracted because that's so true. We're so, I feel like that's just kind of like 
our society is built like well you gotta know what your competitors doing you gotta know what the such 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 those you can like make sure that you're being you know like bringing the same level of value or whatever they tell us right mm-hmm. and I think that's so important to to hear people like you say that like we're really in the industry doing really amazing things and and like like you don't have to be all the things you just have to be like who you are and do what you like because that's what's going to give you like it's going to prevent you from burnout is what I'm hearing like she's mm-hmm. going to prevent you from burning out you're trying to be too many different things for too many people and right. you you just you have nothing less left for yourself and you know going back to what you're saying you know wanting to play more it's like you when you are in that space of distraction there's no time for play because it's everything serious work 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 mode how can I get here how mm-hmm. can I get there and you do take right. all the fun out of it and you do take all all, all, all the joy out of what you're doing it's something that I've had to learn everything that I've ever attempted to do or, or have you know put myself into from music to photography it's like I put so much pressure I, and I'm one of those people like you say I put so much pressure this has to be the thing this has to be what makes me go xyz far distance like right. and it's just like there's no by the time I'm six months in I'm like oh, this is not fulfilling me anymore like all the joy has been sapped out you know because mm-hmm. I've just put crazy amount of pressure on myself so yeah hear you say that I'm just like oh thank you <laughs> Yeah. sometimes you do need that permission to be like okay like I'm not crazy because I've been feeling right this way feeling like this isn't my rhythm my groove my flow and just not really knowing like but is like is that going to work like what's going to happen if I do that you know mm-hmm. and um it sounds like you have like a really solid level of trust in yourself would you say that yeah 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 getting there but yeah 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 I think that's beautiful. Um, so what's next for Noemi? Like, what's the, what's next on the list? Uh, what's next for me? I don't know. I'm going to be honest. I really don't know. Like, it's kind of, I'm figuring that out. Um, I know there's certain photography, like, I want to do more editorial work like fashion editorial Mm -hmm. um definitely just like a short film like a 10 minute short film which sounds again so big but I know I can do it (laughs) um yeah I think I think the next step is just like more uh a newly established confident knowing me um I'm tired of doubting myself and I do it too many times. Mm-hmm. Um, and just like a firmness I need to establish more within myself. And like, yeah, like I said, like I really have to like fully feel that I'm the shit, you know, um, and act from there, um, act from a place that loves myself. Um, and not like I'm just like sometimes I'm afraid of my voice because uh, I'm afraid of what it will do. And mm-hmm. like I've heard people talk about having like a fear of success. I think that's kind of where I'm at, mm-hmm. uh, where I'm just like I know what can happen if I like actually fully believe and trust in myself, and I am terrified of that mm-hmm. for whatever reason. I still don't understand that it's like psychology behind that but yeah I just need to get over it and like 
go ham. So whatever that means, that could just mean like I vacation for mm. three months. Like I don't, we're not even talking about work. Like mm. I, or it could mean like I get like an amazing, incredible opportunity. I don't know, but I'm very like open to that. I just want to be um, very firm in my foundation with myself. So yeah. I love that. I love that. Um, and another question I like to ask people, especially given everything that we've talked about here just in this conversation, um, if you had to tell yourself, your younger self, something, what would you tell her? Um, hmm, this is going to be completely unrelated to any of what we were talking about, <laughs> but I would specifically talk to my sophomore year, knowing me, sophomore year at college, knowing me, mm-hmm. and tell her that she will fall in love. Mm. Um, and I'll just leave it there. All right, you gotta say nothing else. <laughs> <laughs> say less. If I go in, I'll probably start crying. But oh, yeah, well, I'll beautiful. just tell her that. Yeah, yeah, I love that. That was beautiful. And where could the people find you if they want to connect with you, maybe work with you? What are the socials? Oh, yeah. Uh, Instagram is Noemi Marguerite, which is N-O-E-M-I-E-M-A-R-G-U-E-R-I-T-E. I have a Twitter, but, like, it's not interesting. <laughs> I just talk about random shit. It's not me. I'm working on a YouTube channel. Okay. Eventually it'll be something. But yeah, I would say Instagram is great. If you want to inquire about anything, emails is preferable because my DMs fill up really quickly. Uh, so yeah, that's that's my point of contact. Beautiful. Thank you so much again for just sharing space with me and being so open and vulnerable about your journey, your lessons and, and what you do and just really allowing us to kind of take a peek inside your world. Um, mm-hmm. Super grateful. Um, that you're able to to take this time out of your day and speak with me. Is there anything else you'd like to share? Uh, no, I think that's it. Right. <laughs> can leave it there. <laughs> Thank you so much. Absolutely. It was my pleasure. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. If you like what you heard today, please subscribe and leave a rating or a review. Now, don't forget, I'm picking the best review at the end of the month and giving that person a free 30-minute energy reading. So be sure to leave a review for the chance to be selected.